0: Welcome to Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I'm your host, James Hartwell, and I'm joined by... Charles Jabot, and I'm joined by... Andy K. Yeah. All right, Charles, what do you got for me? All right. All right. Well,
1: <laughs> I really have... It's a question of allegiances, okay? Oh, <laughs> uh-oh, we have to choose? Between who? Oh, don't worry. It's not going to be hard of a choice. <laughs> 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 Let, let's talk about um you know company loyalties okay okay a few and when it when how far does a Mm. company have to disappoint you Mm. uh before you give up on them like you know this this could be like you know basically saying you know what i'm never buying this product again i'm not gonna Mm. use this because you know there's there's some instances here like home appliances you know Buying a certain type of like refrigerator from a company
2: doesn't work out. I'm Ooh. not going to get stuff from them. I did that with Samsung. Uh, right. And guess, Samsung uh, fridges are terrible. Yeah. Oh, no. I had a TV, a brand new Samsung TV that within a couple of months had a big old line through it. Ooh. And I swore never to buy Samsung again. Oh, well, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah I was furious. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> I gave that TV away for free because um, yeah. I was so mad. <laughs> you sure there. it would have been under warranty andy um some reason it wasn't i don't know why mm-hmm. i looked into it i couldn't get it uh but it was less than a year i don't know that's weird it was no, very, anyway very,
1: so so is it is the question is the main decider for you that it has to have cost you
2: money before you give up on the on the company probably <laughs> like how like much if money? i if i gave you a lot of money and then like you betrayed me like samsung did mm-hmm. mm, no 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 now if it comes to moral questions <laughs> oh, that's know. a
0: lot more flexible isn't it I don't
2: know.
0: <laughs> it's a sliding scale for me um you can buy you can earn goodwill and then you can spend that goodwill right <laughs> Mm, really? sure like if i if I, it's like a company i've never been to before you know um you know it's like one failure you're out <laughs> it's like that's it um but it's like hey if there's a restaurant i really like and then i get food poisoning one time from it i'm like wow it's just an off night <laughs> i'm gonna go back there <laughs> yeah
1: i mean like um i've definitely have gone like looking for something, a place, a new restaurant to go to, right? And I'm like, all right, this looks good. It has stuff in the menu I like. And then I look at their reviews, and it's either a string of one stars or a string of five stars. Mm. And they're both, like, equal. And I'm just like, okay, what about recent reviews?
0: Oh. Yeah, recent recent reviews reviews is always where I go to, yeah. Yeah, and the recent reviews, three
1: in a row of one stars.
0: (laughs) Ooh, it's rough.
1: Is that enough to be like, you know what? We're not trying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I see. That's my thing because, um, I like to try out new places, and I do go on like walks and stuff like that. That I like to try to go to different neighborhoods, and when I walk and try new things, and it is a struggle to trust reviews online
0: oh.
2: <laughs> to try out places. Trouble is everyone's an idiot. Yeah. Now, when you say struggle, do you mean that like you've gone to low rated places and they were very good, and vice versa? Yep. Okay. So really you have to listen to your heart. I mean, but there's also a corollary too,
0: of like I've been to many like high rated places and I'm like, this food is awful. Mm. Like like everyone who reviewed this place has no idea what good food tastes like. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um So it's, it's reviews are weird, but I I do. I like the recency thing. If you get like, if you, if there's a string of bad reviews recently, Mm. that means that, you know, it's not like an off night kind of situation. Sure. It means it's like, oh, you're consistently fucking up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like we have, um, like places moving or like kitchens, staff changing situations that go around.
2: Sure. You're
1: like, okay, is this still any good? And then you hear the reviews and you go, Maybe I'm never going back.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> that's a shame. I just I just had that recently with a Chinese place that I I, I liked. Um they they, they they uh they have spent their goodwill, I would say. Like <gasps> the last couple times I've gotten it, mm-hmm. I'm like, this isn't good. Like this is very not
2: like well made. And I'm like, you know what, maybe it's time to go find a new place. Now, James, you abandoned them. Did you leave a note for oh, others? Oh, absolutely no. not. No. <gasps> Would <laughs> you everyone have is- done that in Dark
0: Souls, James? I, I've never left a note in Dark Souls once in my entire life. Oh, really? Dude,
1: yeah. I, I, I leave notes. Uh, I definitely leave notes, but I leave them in, like, in, in pandering areas in order to get
0: healed properly. And- oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. That's the. If you're unaware in Dark Souls, there's a mechanic to leave notes, and if people up upvote or like approve your message, you get a little. It refills your flask, right? You get a flask charge. Uh, well, it heals you,
1: like outright your health if you need it.
0: Okay. Yeah. And I was like that's a good reason to do it, and that's why most people do do it. I can't be bothered. Gotcha. <laughs> Everyone, will, I, I walk my own path, Andy.
2: Well, yeah. you walking your own path is leading others into dangerous Chinese.
0: Yeah. it's dangerous it Just wasn't good
2: google maps has well, a leveling system james i could be level three if i just said someplace has handicap access i never answered the question i got, I got them stuck at level two. i i that's it i
0: wanted this is another fascinating thing about reviews so i don't leave reviews it's just i don't do it mm. um and it always interests me when it's like I, I, was looking for a ho- I was looking for a hotel recently for a trip I'm going on next month. And, you know, I was looking at reviews and, and I looking at recent. And it's always shocking to me. It's like, we just got back yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, and you're writing the review, right? Like that's the, f- I got to sit down and write this review immediately. Yeah. I can't, like, I, I would I, be
1: like. I write a review as soon as I'm done eating.
0: I'm still sitting in the place when I write the review. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, that's the time to do it. I, I don't think my opinion holds such value to any, That's the thing. My opinion holds no value to anyone but myself, he says on his podcast. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Listen, James, you matter. And it's it, even being a data point is important, okay? Listen, yeah, but I just don't want to do it. A group of voices, okay, is... I, I don't know how to finish that. Yeah. I... I got a notification from
1: Google, and of oh. course, it's not really important. But it was like your review of this one-time massage place in Japan has reached seven thousand views.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, really? Oh, wow, yeah. that's yeah. really cool.
1: Yeah, and I I left the review for it because I was so thankful to them because it was like oh, the literal day after I came back from Mount Fuji. Uh, Oh, I was wondering, and I was dying. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I was so stiff, and I could barely move around. Yeah, I just needed somebody to take me. Mm. And uh, if you don't know, Thai massage is not a relaxing massage. No, an abusing massage. It's a, it's a very (laughs) abuse. Yeah, they, they fold. It's not, it's not gentle. They fold you in such a way to get stretched out. Oh wow. It's not about whether or not it's comfortable. It's mm. just you need to you you should be this flexible. Mm. Be mm. this
0: flexible. Yeah, as they say they don't they don't reset you to your natural position. They reset you to the position that they think you should be in. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like this lady like <laughs> I I was whimpering the entire time. Oh. I was I was I was so constricted and this lady was just Ever so surely, after two hours, just walked me over.
0: <laughs> wow! But I could walk again easier cool. <laughs> at the end. I I I I uh, used the, the the public hot springs. That's how I healed myself on a regular mm, basis. Mm. <laughs> That's how you heal and harvest moon. Did I tell you my hot sp- that one my one hot spring story, which was I don't know. um, there. Tra- how many hot springs did you go in, Charles? When you were there? Oh, zero. <gasps> oh, really? Okay. So some of them are like lava hot. Oh. <laughs> like, like there were some I got in just fine. It wasn't sure. like it was warm, but it wasn't like a big deal. There was one that I stuck my toe in and my body was like, you're about to be scalded. Whoa. Were there other uh, people in the water? No, no, I was the first one there. This okay. is the this is the crux of the story. Sure. But they have they have like little, you know, tap faucets with like cold water to help like cool it down. Oh, so okay. I'm sitting there. <laughs> you know, and I'm kind of just dipping my toes in trying to adjust it as the cold water like sure. gets it down to like you know less than scalding mm-hmm. um then a japanese guy comes in and you know i nod to him and he uh he looks at me and i can just like american can't handle this hot spring water <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks straight in and then the look on his face <laughs> It's like someone shot him in the heart. Like he jumped out, and, went, ah! <laughs> and I was just sitting there. I'm like, and I was shaking my head. I'm like that's that's why I'm here.
2: <laughs> that's not the way I thought it was going to go, James.
0: Yeah, he thought he was going to be able to handle the heat. Yeah, no.
2: I thought he was going to show you to be the coward. But no,
0: no. Listen, there are plenty that were plenty hot. That like oh the stream isn't on you're right i'll turn it on uh, there are plenty um that were like hot to me that you know native people just walked right in without yeah. a problem but that one you know this one like it took me like 15 minutes before it got to a human temperature mm-hmm. <laughs> so wait what did he do after he recoiled uh, he he was like, oh, and then he sat like I was sitting until it got down to him. Uh, he still got, his- but but to be fair, he did get in before I did, yeah. <laughs> so his level was higher than mine. True,
2: true. <laughs> but that must have been validating? It was a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the baka gaijin in uh, this situation.
1: That that reminds me of one last piece of the visit to that Thai massage place. Mm. Um. I had to find a English speaking place. Sure. And they literally when I called ahead they were it was it was literally I got off the train from Sapporo, found my Airbnb and then went to Google to find a, a massage place. And then I found it and I called and I said, "Hey, I need a English speaking person. Um and it's for a Thai massage." And they're like, "Hold on, give us 20 minutes." we found our lady. She'll be here in another half hour.
0: <laughs> mm. So
1: They, they called her they over apparently to come in. Oh, wow. And, you know, I explained everything that I'm feeling what happened. Um, and, you know, we go through the entire thing. It turns out we didn't really need too much English, um, but I definitely wanted to explain to them like, yeah, this is where it hurts. This is where it's really tight and all this other stuff, but she didn't care. <laughs> um, um but as i was leaving because i was already speaking a little bit of japanese with them she says something in japanese and i turn around and i'm just like oh you know kudasai, which just means like uh once more please right and she looks at me confused then i look confused and then she just bows and goes bye
0: <laughs>
1: and I was like was I not supposed to hear it before oh. I was like okay well this is already awkward long enough I'm going to turn around now wow. which is uh, something I think James you probably ran into too which is when the Japanese people give up on you and just repeat their one English phrase that they know to get you to leave
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I know that did happen yeah um, <laughs> I usually left before it got too far, though. <laughs> I saw I saw the writing on the wall, and I said, "Well, let's just evacuate this situation."
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but to your original question, Charles, yeah, companies companies can lose uh, my my business, and we'll talk about that today with the <gasps> one. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but first, shut up! It's time to talk about Tears of the Kingdom.
2: Whoa! Woo!
0: All right, all three of us have been playing it. Uh Andy tricked Charles into playing it, which mm-hmm. hilarious. Um <laughs> But so let's let's uh let's kind of give a sense of where we are. So I've I've been playing all weekend. Um I don't have like an hours on it. I would say I've completed one dungeon and I've done maybe I don't know 30ish shrines, maybe 20, 20 30ish shrines. Mm. Um and, you know, I've just been exploring the map. My play style is kind of is such that I kind of just walk around the map and I go, what's that? And then I walk over there and then I see walk there over there. And I just kind of end up. And if I get bored, then I just kind of like reset myself back at the center and then start again. Sure. Um, and I forced myself to do a dungeon just because I wanted to have an opinion about it for the podcast. Mm, mm-hmm. Otherwise, I probably would have waited to do dungeons for like. It might have been like Thursday or Friday before I got to a dungeon. Honestly. Yeah. Um, what about you, Andy? How How's um, just just to level set? Where how is your play
2: style been? Um, I have been trying to be conscious of not getting hung up in places like because it, it has that 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 dangerous lure of, hey, you have five quests in this area. Why don't you finish all of them before you move on? Um, and I've been telling myself, no, kind of like what you've done is just like, I'm bored. I want to go do something else. So I've been trying, I've been trying, that's not normally how I play, but, uh, I've been trying to keep that in mind. And that's been my play style is just go, go where it takes me. I have not finished a dungeon. I've maybe finished like 15 of the little baby ones. Mm -hmm. Um, and then just explored, just explored.
0: And what about you, Charles?
2: Um,
0: let's see.
1: So, my play style is if I see something I could obviously interact with, I go over there and do it. Um, but I tend, I aim towards the direction of a quest objective. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I was going, uh, northwest towards, uh, Rideau Village, uh, the entire time. So, I had done three towers, 17 shrines including the ones from the tutorial um and i am at the temple for the for rito village um i am i've not actually started it because it took a little bit longer than i thought it would uh to get there
0: yeah um okay so we all we kind of have like a we're all playing a little similarly but a little differently too um, I, I actually went to the Death Mountain and did the Death Mountain dungeon first. The Rito Village that oh. Charles is talking about is the one they actually direct you to go to first. Yeah. I just ended up in, in Death Mountain Goron City, and I was like, "Oh, I'm here. All right, I'll do the dungeon." Yeah, <laughs> uh, I would have, I would have done Village.
1: similar, um, but my, um, uh, I was, I was so desperate for certain quality of life stuff that I, <laughs> I was, I was recommended to go that way if I wanted it, so
0: I went that way. All right. So uh, we will give our kind of in-progress reviews in a second. Um, Currently sitting at a 97 on OpenCritic with 99% of critics recommending it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tom Marks at IGN saying, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is an unfathomable follow-up expanding on a world that already felt full beyond expectation and raising the bar ever higher into the clouds. Uh, Also, Kyle Hillard, a game informer, gave it a 9.8 out of 10. Nearly every encounter, whether puzzle, traversal or combat, must be reconsidered. It makes you think in new ways. I didn't get the same goosebumps exploring Hyrule as I did in the past, but I did experience new emotions, both on a granular level from solving individual puzzles and on a larger scale by going back to one of my favorite video game locations. They Mm. They say you can never go home again but I adored returning to Hyrule with all new tools. Um, And then finally, uh, Steve Watts at GameSpot said tears of the kingdom is a triumph of open-ended game design that pays homage to the best parts of the Zelda franchise's own story history and sometimes exceeds them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, everybody is tripping over themselves to say that this is one of the best games ever. Um, Hmm. I'll start. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than Breath of the Wild. Okay. Um, I will say that, I I mean... And you loved Breath of the Wild. I, I loved Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was also a very different Zelda experience. It's not my f- favorite Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Um, Twilight Princess holds that um, in my heart. But... Um, but... Breath of the Kingdom or Breath of the Kingdom. Breath of the Wild was such like a step forward in like Zelda design that was very important and very impressive. Tears of the Kingdom is just a refinement of that formula. Mm -hmm. And it's really impressive what they've done here, Mm -hmm. both technologically and story-wise to a certain extent. Right. I think they've expanded the world of Hyrule. It's more it's more lived in. I think it's, I don't know exactly how many years it's been since breath of the wild in universe. I think it's been at least as long as it's been since breath of the wild released two Tears of the kingdom. So, you know, seven years or whatever, but um, you can see all the changes that are going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And frankly, like the new combat abilities that you get um, with ultra hand and um, the ascendability ability. They allow you to approach puzzles and dungeons in this game, which, again, I did do one dungeon in a completely different way to a normal Zelda. Mm -hmm. I was basically climbing all over the Goron dungeon, doing it in a way that was completely unattended. And I still had so much fun. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a fantastic game for people who liked Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. If you liked Breath of the Wild, you will
2: like Tears of the Kingdom even better. Um, What about you, Andy? Andy? I've been thinking about it a lot. (laughs) I don't. So, okay. So essentially, like you said, it's people are losing their minds over how much they love this game. And I think that had me enter it in not the right state of mind because I'm that like try hard contrarian where I'm just like, well, if everybody likes it, I don't want (laughs) to like, I don't want to. So I don't like how I've been approaching it and I don't know if I'm criticizing it correctly. Um, but I think it's definitely just breath of the wild, but more it's insanely creative. The new abilities that it gives you of what you're able to do with them. That's very impressive. Um, but it was also extremely disappointing to me that it's, it just feels like more breath of the wild. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to say that. I just wanted something different, but it's so similar. And why should that be a bad thing if so many people wanted more and it just does more and does it better? But I just I don't know. I don't know. But to its credit, I've still been playing it a ton. Like I still think about it. I still want to play it. So even though I'm being a big baby about all this, I'm still playing it. So it's still effective. Um, and I think probably that's the ultimate, you know, I guess testament to it. But God, like it's it reuses so many assets, like even armor. The first armor set you're able to buy is from the first game. Like it's it just feels it just feels like what did you do? Right. I wanted more and I wanted different or I guess more isn't the right word, Is I wanted different. I was talking with Charles about it. I would have preferred we played a Zelda in this game. Yeah, I like the when you run around the world, everybody doesn't shut up about Zelda. Everybody's obsessed with Zelda about how great she is, all this different stuff. But you're never shown why Zelda is so great. Everybody's just obsessed with her. And why am I not playing Zelda? I
0: haven't completed the story yet, obviously, but Mm. I think there is a reason for that that is based in the story.
2: Well, Uh, I wish they would say why they love her because it's annoying. And it just makes Zelda infinitely more interesting. And then so you have this, uh, whatever, this is a nitpicky thing. But all I'm saying is that I feel like with every iteration, every single Zelda, one to the other, it does something different. It's insane that they have such a large um, IP that keeps reinventing itself. And Breath of the Wild feels like it's the least, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I still play it and I still want to play it. So screw me. (laughs) I want to ask you questions about that, Andy. But Charles, give your yes, review yes. too. I want to hear Charles. Yeah, uh, Breath of the Wild
1: is a fun game um, with that offers a lot of creativity, a lot of ways to solve problems, uh, and it's letting everyone kind of revisit the joy of exploration. Mm-hmm. That being said, I don't enjoy it, um, <laughs> and you know, and the which reason is okay. why, which is okay. Oh,
0: listen, I'm not apologizing for it. No, Um, I know you're not, but I mean, I think it's important to not like it's okay for people not to like Breath of the Wild and by extension, Tears of the Kingdom.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, so like and, you know, James and Andy both know this about me, which was for Tears of the Kingdom, I absolutely wanted to approach this with an open mind, not stained by my previous experience with Breath of the Wild. I asked people, should I play it? You know, hey, if I was like this and critical about this, should I play it? And, you know, and people were like, you'll still have fun. You can do it. And, you know, in the name of friendship Mm. and the trust I have with the people I care about, Andy Mm. said to me, Charles, you will enjoy this game. And Mm. I said, fine. And I bought it right there. Um and you know, sometimes people's friends steer you wrong, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's, that's not their fault. They definitely you didn't tried. enjoy it at all. Well, so here's my thing, and uh, this is this is where I I think Andy and I can kind of understand each other more. Where I understand why Andy didn't like Elden Ring, and how mm. I don't like um, Tears of the Kingdom. Like, um, and reminder too, I beat Breath of the Wild. Four mm-hmm. Divine Beasts, a large chunk of the Shrines, and beating, <laughs> then beating Ganon. It's not like I didn't play the other game and did not give it a shot. Mm-hmm. No, I did. <laughs> and I think um, now I'm able to better articulate why I liked Elden Ring more versus um, Breath of the Wild and now Tears of the Kingdom. Um, which is, I care a lot about progression and making my character stronger. Mm. um and you know one of the things i liked about elden ring is when you explore you're likely to just find something that either is a new weapon or a new skill or new whatever that feels like because it's a new thing that you can use that you're likely to get better in but the the joy of like breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom is creativity um story uh exploration and like, you know, just finding people that happen to know each other. Then, hey, look, it's still, it's interactable. You could do this thing. Isn't that great? And um, for me, it's not that important to me necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, when everyone's losing their mind about like, like look, I built this thing or I came up with this solution. Like, isn't that neat? And I go, yeah, that's neat. And the reason why I feel that way is just because the game was already tell like previewed, telling you that this is what you can do. And everyone is happy that they're not lying to you. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and so for me, I was just like, yeah, they said that you can do that and you're able to do that. I'm not surprised that you can do that. So I mean, it's great that you could. It's fun for you. <laughs> um, but like... So you know, other people find their joy in doing that, which is great. Everyone can have fun with it, but for me, all, like what I'm doing right now, I'm creating my own objectives and checking them off a list, mm. and I'm doing it just to be like my my own like sense of complete completing something and creating my own narrative of the game is desperate to create something nice and like like without the feeling of getting stronger and progressing really from exploration, I have to come up with my own thing to do, which is go, all right, check this off. All right, all these geoglyphs, it looks like I have to do it in order to get all the memories properly. I'll do that too. All right, so that means I need to travel here, 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 and do that. And I'm just checking things off. I'm just doing that and feeling plussed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's fair, because I would say, too, um, I can't remember when it was. I think it was maybe, like, Saturday. I had that exact feeling you were having, Charles, which was kind of like, I don't feel like I'm getting stronger. And I think it was because as I was doing my weird exploration, I was running into, like, kind of these higher-level monsters. And I was like, I don't really know how to gauge their strength versus my strength. Um, And, you know, via the ability of fusing mechanics with Ultra Hand and how you, you can upgrade your weapons and again i'll maybe broad more into that in a second but you can kind of overcome scenarios based on how much you want to invest into them based on what you fuse your weapons and your arrows with um but i just remember feeling it's like oh i'm always the same strength i only get stronger just based on knowing what the best combos of how ultra hand are and that kind of thing so that is actually a fairly fair knock about it is that you know outside of like hearts and stamina which really only kind of give you buffer to fuck up they don't really make you stronger um you don't you're you're more or less at the same point you were as when you started the game uh, to uh, make
1: a point too with that james i'm sorry yeah. to interrupt which is no, no, no.
0: i've i have
1: 17 18 ish light blessings i've not yeah. turned them in <laughs> i've i've killed everybody like i i know these strategies so i'm just like giant thing whoop. Like, use a yeah. bomb here, use that here. And I'm just like, I don't need, like, I'm already bad at the the combat mechanics for this game that I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not fighting these people fairly. I'm just going to do all this and then walk away. And it's not, and I don't feel bad for running away from things. It's not like they're making me stronger. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, no, okay. that's, a, there's, the, there's not really a big reason to do kind of the open world combat encounters other than to experience combat, uh, unless you're trying to either get to something like, you know, there's like hidden armor caches or gear or stuff like that, but, or, um, but there's not a, they don't grant XP. Right. And I think at a certain point, our role playing experiences trained us to seek that. And Zelda is a complete rejection of that idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is honestly a very fair criticism. I think it took me, like I said, it took me maybe like until Saturday afternoon to switch my thinking. And that's when suddenly I really got into tears of the kingdom. Cause I remember telling you it was real dry at the beginning. And that's kind of what it was taking me to get through to kind of switch off that. Like I have to stop thinking of it like Elden ring and I have to start thinking of it as tears of the kingdom and how Nintendo wants me to play this to a certain level, which is do whatever you want, but also don't expect that kind of like, progression mm-hmm. we put you in this world exactly as you're meant to be and then that's it go experience the world we're not gaining anything from you which is honestly different right than you know 90 percent of games yeah so um andy um back to your point about oh, what was it i'm sorry what was your main criticism other than you
2: hate zelda i just no i want to play as zelda link is boring compared
0: she's to a me. woman and you hate her yeah I yes yes
2: that. i do hate her um i don't know no. what was I'm it trying to remember i oh I, I think i that it's the same that it's just breath yeah of the Wild. it just yeah. It, it disappointed me that like i really thought it would like and okay it's not the same i'm you know being a bit well that's that's what i wanted to ask about like how deep have you got into the the new game
0: mechanics? And um, maybe let me take this opportunity to just talk about them a little more. So you have the ultra hand ability that allows you to fuse basically any two things in the goddamn world. Mm-hmm. Like I have yet to find if you can grab it, you can fuse it mm-hmm. is basically what ultra hand does. And that can create some crazy combinations like putting a mine, a mine cart on the back of your shield or um you know putting a bomb on your sword so that when you slash the bomb you have a Mm -hmm. bomb sword like it's it or you can build a goddamn (laughs) mecha with with auto targeting lasers right like they they put a lot of materials in this game to get crazy with ultra hand um there's also the ability to ascend which talked about is the ability to basically go up through any surface with a roof as long as there's a certain height below you or above you i should say um and then also the rewind functionality that, again, in that same sentence, anything you can grab with Ultra Hand, you can rewind. Mm-hmm. So you can grab something with Ultra Hand, move it around, do whatever you want. And then you can hit rewind and it will actually go back the path of everything you did with Ultra Hand and the grab ability. Mm-hmm. So it opens up the game to like really weird solutions. I, I, we talked about Scribble Knots um, a week or two ago this really is kind of like scribble knots in, mm-hmm. in a level of complexity in solving. And I think that's, that's the difference between it and Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of the Wild had... I mean, you could get creative with like their solutions and people did, right? But not to the level you can in Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like you can go crazy with your creativity and how you solve problems in Tears of the Kingdom.
2: Oh, it, yeah. It's insanely impressive. And one of my favorite things has been the mini puzzles or whatever, like, Mm -hmm. I love it. I, I, it, I have been stumped. Uh, I love this, that I've been stumped during Zelda puzzles, right? Because normally you can kind of figure it out, right? You look at the room, you just trace with your eyes and you can figure it out. Maybe I'm just a big dum-dum, but I've had to like, I've walked into puzzles and I have to play with the objects and play with how to attach them and play with the physics to figure out things. And that's like thrilling to me. It's so fun that these are stumping me. I love it. And, um, that has been one of my favorite things, um, is that they have been using, um, at least for me, maybe I'm an idiot, but at least for me, it has been challenging, um, Mm -hmm. how to implement this. And I absolutely love that part of it.
0: But I I would definitely say I've been challenged by most of them. And, and to the game's credit, I, I have looked up one puzzle. That is it. Yeah. And, and that was to get, I, I, I then understood a way to use um, ultra hand buildings in a way that I never thought of before. Mm-hmm. And that opened up a whole new level of like solutions to me. Yeah.
2: It's, yeah. it's so cool. And I, that's what I think is the strongest thing of it. I had to look up something too, cause I never thought to use ascend in a certain way. And that's, that's exciting. Like that's where this game is so strong. I think I have, maybe I've never heard this criticism before. Maybe it's just very unique to me and it's kind of dumb, but the The graphics give me a headache. <laughs> does, mm. does it do
0: that for either of you? No, but I expo- expound on it because I it, can maybe. Understand. This, I think
1: it did in Breath of the Wild.
2: Yeah, it's this one has like a yet. certain type of like brightness to the to the scenery, but then it's also muted in a way. It's like this muted brightness that Breath of the Wild. I had this with it too, but it just gives me this weird headache, and then paired with like the minimalist music. Like starts to make me like feel like on edge or ill. It's real dumb. I hate the music in this game. Um, Really? Yeah, I I really, really don't like it. I love that battle music. Like when you're like, um, like running around, you can hear like a battle might start up. My stomach starts to turn. Really? Such it. I. I. It is such a weird combination, but. I, it is general. And I think maybe that's why I was really hoping for like a different art style or something. Cause this is like, it's very pretty to look at for some reason in motion. And then with this like fluid in and out music with it's like, like there's no, Oh God, I I'm being mean, but like, it's not, it doesn't have the type of personality to the music that I enjoy. It just, it feels too like listless. And I think that just affects me in a weird way. So mm-hmm. it's also like physically uncomfortable for me to play this game. <laughs> that's so interesting. That's right? Like <laughs> so I think that's also like why, like as I've been thinking about it, I was like, I don't know if I'm judging this fairly. It's so important to so many people. What well, am I missing? Yeah. Like I, here's the,
0: here's hmm. the thing. And I would say to both of you, right? Your complaints both come down to personal taste, mm-hmm. right? Like, and, there's, I don't think either of you would say, is there anything wrong with this game? Like, maybe you, Andy, said the music is maybe less than ideal, but, like, would you say anything is wrong with this game? The inventory management. Yeah, say.
1: they made it also, a little better, but it still kind of sucks. Yeah, oh, it's awful. And um, yeah. I would say the combat needs help. Um, yeah, I kind
2: of like it. Yeah, I, just because, like,
1: because like, you only have, you have three different weapon types, right? Mm-hmm. Which is sword, heavy something, and then spear. It, like it's thrusting. Fear to and hand and yeah, bro. Yeah. So. yeah, and like, which is fine. Like you, like okay. Like you don't need that much variety, but like, it gets like when you're dealing with multiple people, right? And you're trying to juggle and like switch focus on things. It's not. It's a little clunky. Like your like your movements on dodging isn't so responsive that it feels like you're you can do you could handle them very well. It, Actually. It, it's, uh, a yeah,
0: pedantic it. correction to save you, Charles, actually f- five because there's the bow and there's actually a new weapon type of magic rods.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 Yeah. that's it. So, yeah. So there's these things. Right. Um, but I feel like it's it's stu- it stumbles a little bit when you bring in multiple enemies. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It, it gets really wonky just a little bit where you kind of it's okay. like, it's, it's probably better for you to retreat a little bit to distance and then just handle a few at a time, um, you know, which is a, a choice. I, but I think there's a there's a way you could feel a little bit better, especially for people that choose to stay close in melee to do it. Um, the other thing I would say is um, there there needed to be some a little bit better indicators when doing fusing for builds. Um, I was on a call with a friend of mine um, when I first started playing, and for three hours. She just heard me get so mad at building something (laughs) and then going, I have to unattach and reattach it slightly to the left of where I want it Hmm. for it to move properly.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Like if there is some way to tell me how, if I turn certain things on, how it would move, it would be helpful. So I I
0: would say, I would say to you, it does, but, but it's not good enough. Because I would say the camera in this game is a little weird. Um, And I I think that is part of like how they managed to get this game to run so well is that like the FOV on you is very tight. Um, Not it's it's as far as they could get it. It doesn't feel claustrophobic. Like it's not like some third person shooters where you're literally on your fucking character's shoulder, but it's still kind of tight when you compare it to say like a horizon or something like that. And because of that, um, and to the same point, you, I I thought about this when you're talking about the combat, it gets messy when there's a lot of people, because really you can only kind of see like at best two enemies on screen in front of you at once, just based on how the camera looks at you. Yeah. Even with Z targeting, it doesn't kind of help that much. Um, I think what you run into is a problem. I run into a lot of time is just that because you're existing in this 3d space and it doesn't the camera doesn't really move. It's still locked to you when you're doing ultra hand. Um, you can kind of be like, oh, that looks right to me because you're at this angle. And then mm. if you moved to another angle and looked at it, you'd be like, oh, that was completely fucking wrong. What was I doing? I'm an mm-hmm. idiot. Um, and is that what you, is that kind of what you're having happen to you? Cause that happens to me all the fucking time.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I think yeah. that's part of it. Like, yeah. um, I think at its, c- this might be like even a, a different core issue, which is menu traversal does need to get improved. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I actually don't like how um, like switching bows, for instance, right? Like it, like it ran out of buttons on like for switching weapons around. So you kind of have to be like, all right, well, while you're in bow, now you can sw- do a quick switch or like do, so doing some other stuff. So I feel like there, there needs to be some way to improve Messing around with being able to switch powers, switch weapons, switch, you know, being able to go into your materials and do stuff. Like, they want you to go in these, like, especially like cooking and doing all this other stuff. Like, it needs to be just a little bit easier.
0: Um, so how often do you um, click in right stick when you want to lock on something, Charles? Uh, I don't. Oh, I, uh, I you got over it quick. I still do it. Yeah. I'll still I'll still go into a fight and I'll click and right stick to start a combat and my camera will come up and I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I that's I think those are very fair and I would agree with you. Inventory, uh, menuing could be could be much better. They didn't prove it, but it's still not great.
2: Trying to and, attach something to your arrow is just wild. The decision. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. I mean, I got a, I got over that one really quick. I don't know if that's just because I do it so often that I don't think about it anymore. But
1: okay. I got yeah. annoyed that you, it only does one at a time.
0: I really, I was like, oh, I you do wish you dream? could make like a like a stack like, of I'm, arrows, yeah,
1: and just go like. Give it a, I don't want it to have to do this between every fire. Like that's the thing. Like, yeah, again, another like menu traversal. Yeah, you have to do in between every shot,
0: right? Yeah, like, that's. I, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, there's definitely times I was fighting some fire enemies where it's like, you know, it was. Splash arrow, splash arrow, splash. You know, it's like, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's clunky. It's, yeah, I agree. That's, it's not great. It's not the perfect game. <laughs> yeah. I, I still love it though. Yeah. But uh, look, everyone can, look, it's still in. a good game.
1: Everyone yeah. enjoys it and has fun with it. That's fine. It's just not for everybody.
0: Um, yeah. It doesn't fight yeah. you the same way Skyward Sword on the Wii did. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. that was a I game love that my sword yeah and i but never that was, felt like i was fighting against it
0: uh the control scheme in that game was just fighting against you every I, time you wanted i to. don't know
2: what it is about me i feel like i'm the only one who didn't mind the controls at all i enjoyed it yeah uh, so that's how dumb i am look, <laughs> I look at us Skyward sword Look look at us, me being the mainstream towing the
0: line, you two standing firm, standing up to big media and saying, no, this isn't the best game. I don't
2: know if I'm coming at it through the right lens. And I mean that, like, I feel like, am I being overly critical because everybody loves it? Like, I'm trying so hard not to be contrarian. I'm worried I'm falling into that.
0: Your, I mean, your your criticisms are valid, Andy. I wouldn't. I mean, the only thing is, I mean, but again, they're all personal
2: tastes. Like they're all valid. You haven't said anything where I'm like, that's crazy. How could you think that? (laughs) How could you think? I think. I I think also though, like literally on paper, it sounds like the perfect Zelda, and to many people, it is the perfect Zelda, and I'm frustrated that I'm not experiencing it that way because it sounds like the perfect game to me like it's not as try hard as Elden Ring and try hard in a good way, right? But Elden Ring was just too much and we I had my complaints about it with the combat and everything. Zelda seems like the baby Elden Ring to me. It's like, "Andy, this can be warm and comforting and easy enough for you." And that's why I want so bad to love it. But at the same time, I still want to play it. Like, that's a testament to it. I have all these complaints, it's still on my mind. Yeah. I still want to see what's next. I just need to not focus on missions and I might well I should see if I can turn off the music.
0: You should also, you can't also, I, you should go see if you can do a dungeon.
2: I, honestly, I like the little dungeons. No, no, um, but like go do a real dungeon. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to being challenged more. Um, that's, uh, part of the oh i would say too the boss encounter in the dungeon super fun
0: i had a great Mm -hmm. time with it i i obviously have only done one but
2: yeah oh good deal hey we all tried it we all have our opinions yeah um it's just everybody's giving it a perfect score yeah I, i i think 97
0: like if you asked me i would put it in like 95 97 range like where it's like this is a game that is technically flawless i mean especially running on a fucking switch Mm -hmm. right um that's another thing too performance issue wise i i haven't had any like significant problems obviously like it'd be cool if it ran at 60 frames per second and it can if you know what you're doing Uh, (laughs) um uh i might end up actually doing that later on my my second playthrough um because you know i dumped my rom but Mm -hmm. um yeah uh no it's just kind of like hmm. yeah it'd be um yeah
2: were you and not to keep harboring on this but did you want it to be different more different i didn't think it was going to be i mean the only thing i wanted different was the dungeons sure
0: and 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 i was kind of scared that it would be almost too different because i liked the shrine so much okay i was worrying they would they would pivot so like Finding that nice balance between dungeons and shrines is hard to do. Mm -hmm. I would say they still didn't quite get there, at least based off the one dungeon that I've done. Mm -hmm. Like, the dungeon was really great, and the set design of it and the challenges in it were much closer to a traditional Zelda dungeon. But it still didn't quite scratch the itch. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's because traditionally in a Zelda dungeon, you would be getting a unique skill in that dungeon that you learn through and use in there. Now you get all that straight ahead. So you're approaching every dungeon with your full power set. And that kind of takes away a little bit from it. You know, Mm -hmm. part of the fun of dungeons is getting a new item or a new skill and, and learning to use it while you're in there.
2: Honestly, with the way it keeps reinventing itself with like building these items, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm amazed every time they come up with something new. Yeah. Every single time I've just been so impressed. Um, But yeah, tears of the kingdoms, you guys. We played it, listeners that's at it. home. Play it. Well, I, I told Charles. It. He'll probably. I'm sorry, Charles. Did you like the puzzles? I, I was. I thought that might be the most interesting part to you.
1: Uh, no. You don't like? I, them?
2: Well, yeah.
1: So, guys, I, I'm a little. I'm a little too much of a know-it-all. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Like when, when I do puzzles, I'm just like, all right, that's the solution, and then I just go and do them, and I'm like, cool. Like, uh, I did look up two puzzles, but the reason I looked them up was one. I didn't know how lasers worked like at all. I thought you just died when you touched them. It turns oh. out, they, it turns out they drop open a door and normally <laughs> it kills you. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> got it. And then, uh, the other one was, um, there was this one shrine and I was like too lazy to, I was like, I think the solution's this. I was like, but I don't want to walk all the way over there <laughs> if I, if it's not the solution. And then I went online, looked at it, and goes, oh, cool, it is the solution. <laughs> and, then I, and then I had to walk all the way over there and get the stuff I
0: needed. I was like, oh, okay. Did either of you find the pinball shrine yet? No. No. Oh, way. that's a fun shrine. You'll you'll know it when you get there. Um, that, I heard someone describe the shrine as uh, mantra puzzles for adults. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yep, that's about yeah. right. Um. Well, we uh-huh. have ten minutes left, and we have another big story. What other story? Hmm. What on the release of Tears of the Kingdom? What else could there be that deserves any amount of time to talk about? Who could? It, <laughs> why? My my God, that's Blizzard's music. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Blizzard came out literally today, mm-hmm. <laughs> like three o'clock in the afternoon. I, they had a stream today uh, to talk about the future of Overwatch 2. Guess what the future of Overwatch 2 is? There is none. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not, not, no. They're not closing the game down. It makes them too much <laughs> money. But what they are doing is they've canceled the PVE portion of Overwatch 2. Now, if you say it to me, James... Wasn't that the whole fucking point they said we mm-hmm. had to move to Overwatch 2? And I would say you're correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there, uh, there's they had a stream today where basically said that um, work on the PvE portion of Overwatch 2 has been canceled. Um, any existing assets or development that makes sense will be moving into Season 6 content of Overwatch 2. Um, but we, and there will be no discrete PVE mode anymore. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Wait, did they charge for Overwatch Two? Yeah, no, no, no. So
0: here's the thing, and this is what everyone is kind of saying. Um, there's a lot of great. I mean, this news came out literally hours ago at this point. Um, there's a lot of hot takes about this, but people saying so. The only point of Overwatch Two now was to change the monetization scheme because they said when they released Overwatch is that you would never pay for heroes. So to change oh. that, they had to release Overwatch 2 so that they wouldn't go back on their promise.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. It's down to technicalities. Uh,
1: and, and, and listen, I'm not saying... There's nothing that confirms that you know that approach. Is it what's happening now, though? absolutely (laughs) they they changed 6v6 to 5v5 and now you have to pay for heroes and and the store is different now you pay real money
0: it used to be you just bought loot boxes and the loot boxes would give you skins but you could earn the loot boxes um i think i just by leveling up yeah and also what is it i haven't played i've never played overwatch 2 um, I just me neither. That that part of my life is gone, but we the three of us loved Overwatch. Like when it was hot, we were in there all fucking Not day. Not me. Uh, really? I thought you played with us. Andy. Literally everybody else did. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, Char- yeah. Charles and I were the twin fangs of the dragon. Um, <laughs> <Yeah. yep>. and, <laughs> and
1: just all at the same time, <laughs> dashing yeah. in and killing everything. And it was a uh, fun what fucking a, time. What a wonderful time. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, and it's just so incredible how Blizzard created brand new IP with a cast of characters that, like, everyone attached to. Loved everything about it. It's some great rule 34.
2: Uh, I was just going to say, yeah, in multiple media,
0: yeah. Uh, Technological uh, lease and bounds in many industries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why Diva is 18 now. Oops. Why did we release a character she who's wasn't? 16 years Yeah, no, she was she 16, wasn't. Andy. Oh. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, but... And they've just squandered it. Like, do you know how many companies fucking struggle to create new IP and Blizzard created probably one of the best new franchises in the last 20 years and have just done shit all with it? People like it resonated. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, 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 you know, it's they talk about it as kind of being like, you know, (sighs) It didn't meet their internal standards. And if you too, Overwatch came from a a canceled MMO um, PVE project called Titan. Um, And the the ruins of that are actually what created Overwatch. Um, But you have to see like the success of like Destiny and honestly still the Division and Warframe, right? Like there's places for these kinds of games and Blizzard's thing has in the past always been we're going to take what other companies have been done and just polish it till it's a mere fucking finish, mm-hmm. and they've traditionally been good at that. Um, there's a question here of this thing, you know, like all the fucking scandal at Blizzard, right? Like, and um, I did hear a thing. This is unconfirmed. I don't know. This, is, I think they might be forcing people to be coming back into the office for Blizzard. Like they don't do remote from home. Um, that too. Yeah. So it's like have they just lost all their talent? Right. It's like, they're like, we couldn't make this work. And I'm like, you're fucking blizzard. You know what I mean? Like this, your job is to make this work. That's what you as a game company do. Yeah. And, and I mean, and people also, you know, it's like, why are people so excited for Microsoft buying fucking Activision blizzard? And it's like, to just do something to rate this ship like Mm -hmm. you know we 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 love to shit on redfall and that stupid thing of what happened under microsoft's leadership right we talked about last week but but you know just to be like announce a fucking game and then go yeah no we're not gonna do it anymore this whole reason that we said like that's a pr nightmare
2: yeah absolutely true that's interesting that like it is their job to do things better. Like that's kind of what they do. How, where, how could they not have done this? Right. I don't know. Well, obviously they didn't get the MMO to work and they turned it into overwatch. Like, I guess, yeah, you can admit defeat. So, you know, abandon it if it needs, but I'm very surprised that they didn't make it work. Especially like you called out, like, isn't, um, Warframe all PVE. Like that's what it built itself on. And it's wildly popular. Yeah. They, they yeah. added a PvP much later in its lifespan, yeah. but yeah, there's so much to PVE. That's such a huge market to tap into.
1: Yeah, I, I and like, it's one of those things where if you add, if you had to ask me, right? Listen, we don't have enough resources. Whatever, what can, what we have to cancel something? What do we mm-hmm. cancel in order to get this going? I would never pick the PVE option. Like Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would have been like, guys, we're not gonna have a rank season right now. We're gonna work on all this. Like, we're not gonna make new heroes. We're gonna do this. And to be honest with you, they haven't made new heroes in a while. Because they were supposed to be working on this. But they're not. Like they could not this had to have been months down the line, like the, the, the thought of it, right? This must have just it must have just taken a while for them to formally announce it to people.
0: Yeah, um, in in a, there's an interview on GameSpot uh, with Tamar Hussein, and um, I believe there's a line in there that sometime even around like 2020 they were starting to think that this might not happen. So like it's pretty crazy. How yeah.
2: could they have done it that bad? I'm just I'm amazed. amazed,
0: like because it it, it it really sounded like they they kind of just had a wish list of ideas and they could never quite get it to where they wanted it to, which in which case why fucking announce it? But of course we always talked about it, right? They announced Overwatch two because Activision wanted to have a fucking two in their lo- like
2: for their shareholders. Yeah, yeah, uh, and,
0: and you know, and also right, we 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 said this is not the first time this has happened, right? With a fucking Blizzard game, right? Hearthstone was great while ben brode was there yeah.
2: and then he left oh, sure.
0: and i mean it was starting to go downhill before he left to be clear but then he left and then it really went downhill um and then what jeff jeff Kaplan has left overwatch and man it's you would not you would not necessarily think that he would have you know one wonders that this kind of thought process and planning are led to the reasons that he left outside of maybe, you know, the horribly toxic
2: <laughs> to terrible place that is blizzard to work at. <laughs> yeah. it had a True. lot of problems. Yeah. That's. Hmm. Hmm. Like it sucks to think though, too, that like really, is it one person who defines the success of a game? But sometimes, sometimes yeah, sometimes, yeah. Like a Kojima game isn't going to be a Kojima game without Kojima. Right. Yeah. So why can't I subscribe the same type of importance to these people? I don't know these names. So I yeah. like, they mean nothing to me, but uh, I mean, it's not like one person sitting
0: there doing all the fucking right, coding, right. you know what I mean? But like a good creative director yeah, knows like, like these are the things that we can sacrifice on. And these are the things we can't sacrifice. On, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think without that vision, sometimes you get, you know, designs led by committee and, those don't do well
2: i.e redfall yeah (laughs) or you have to cancel a project because no one could bring all the pieces together yeah um i mean that was the problem with the first final fantasy 14 i remember reading uh or watching like a mini documentary on it and basically when it started like square had this huge ego they thought they were the best at everything and then everybody worked independently didn't really talk and then when they tried to tape all the pieces together it was bad
0: they really thought they thought that after thirteen, huh? Yeah, that's what I was right. gonna say too. It's just like,
2: <laughs> well, I think it was developed in tandem. With it, to be fair, but like they're right that would that be graphic.
0: developed in tandem. We've got oh, the that's true. They, they felt that way after twelve. The best one, okay. Now, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, like Square was top of the world. Like to yes, me, they were. like they they were the best at everything in my mind. They were. Was um, that around the same time the Tomb Raider remake came out too? Um, th- around the first 14. Yeah. I don't know, but the fir- the Tomb Raider reboot was excellent. Yeah. Um, but that was Eidos Montreal. I might be. I know, but it's still a square studio. Yeah. Like square. Yeah. I mean, so I guess I only meant to say the, like, that's what a confident studio not working under correct leadership turns into. And maybe that's kind of what happened here. You have a lot of talented people. Um, that can't bring it together because you don't have that type of personality at the front of it, um, and that's too bad because who cares about Overwatch anymore? PVE would be the perfect way to bring in people. And regenerate. I was so excited! I
1: was so excited! I was so excited! I was you like, this could, "This could bring me in." Maybe
2: they're gonna cause... post Yoshi
0: P. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like that's how you get it to work. <laughs> well, it's just I
0: think I think we we loved Overwatch. We loved the world and the characters and, and the combat to a certain extent, right? And it was just, we hated the fucking online PvP community. <laughs> like, which, um, you know, I obviously, a lot of this news people have been talking a lot about the current state of Overwatch 2 and like the meta and all that. And I've been completely removed from it. But it sounds like, honestly, it's gotten even worse when it's gone down to 5v5, um, just about like pressure on certain roles like tanks and healers, because in, in 5v5, there's less redundancy. So, yeah. Yeah. Too
2: bad. Yeah, Maybe that's the, the death
0: of Overwatch.
2: Then what about Overwatch?
0: Uh, I I do I, I wouldn't start writing that. Check. I'll write it. I'll write it on the wall. So. I would say
1: I mean Overwatch League is definitely I would say on life support. Yeah. 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 It's basically the cost of the league is not worth it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, there's been a lot of problems with esports in general. Okay. Uh, esports orgs have been struggling to actually make money. Sure.
2: And it's finally the time when people are like, you should be making money, but you're not. Okay. Is there that much cost to it? I'm approaching this naively. I don't actually know, but to me, it's like you pay a bunch of people to play games. Like, so you pay like their salaries and stuff, but like, is it a very, is it like a really huge investment?
0: Well, it's, it's all, this is the weird thing about money and like investment money, which it's not enough that, it's it's opportunity cost i could put this money in esports and make this much but if i put it in you know missile manufacturing i could make (laughs) this much right And, and and it's the weird state of the economy that yes those are two equal propositions right yeah so you're competing with every other industry unless you know you have some sort of angel investor who's just like well i just want this to flourish but
2: You know, you don't always have enough of those to do those kinds of things. Well, you've got a bunch of streamers now, like Charles, streamers you like have gotten into esports, right?
1: Yep. Uh, Ludwig and Moist Critical have uh, Moist Moguls now. Uh, And Toast has DSG. I didn't know that. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Toast has
2: DSG, which is uh, for Valorant. Uh, And so where do they get the money like, is I it know. advertising? Is it just winning? Like- oh no, no, they're paying it out of their own pockets because they uh, like esports. I, well, how do they mean to make money?
1: <laughs> oh, though well, that was actually the big joke. Uh, Toast tweeted literally after he said, "Yeah, well, well, so I'm going to do it at least for the year," and he just trod- uh, tweeted, "How do esports orgs make money?" <laughs> um, so, like, to be honest with you, it doesn't seem like there there's a good plan there.
2: <laughs> yeah like to yeah. You know, it feels like it should be relatively cheap I, again i don't really know but it's not going to cost as much as football players right well, yeah, no. I, well i no not necessarily football players but it is a lot of money
1: like i think one thing that toast has said is just like you know uh other orgs if you're a new org your players get poached by other orgs that pay more yep and if you're trying to start up you're screwed because you don't, you don't get you don't get enough of the good players. The good players that you do get get pushed away, and then you have a bad team, and then they don't perform well,
2: which means you don't get many fans. You don't get much support in the league. I like the way like Blizzard did it with like regional teams. I think that's super interesting, right? I like agree. Something I, to cheer for in your area because me, a newbie, I don't know who to root for. All these have like elite gamer names. So I'm just gonna root for whoever is the Midwest. Like I think that makes sense. Uh, there was gonna be a Chicago team, wasn't there? Let me see what the, yeah. the leagues are. I wanna
1: see
0: yeah. the teams. I mean, Andy, you're getting very close to becoming a sports fan. Um, <laughs> and, and 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 it's these are these are questions about like salary crap and drafting and things like that. And this is like how do you keep a league competitive? Because you don't want there to be such a strong skill gap between every team,
2: yeah. Like,
0: like a lot of you know, it's like baseball. You know, they actually like there are enough people that play at a high level that they can have that many teams and sure have that many games. Sure. Football, very t- it gets very tight. They're always talking about expanding the the NFL like four more teams um, in Europe, uh, of all places. But mm. but it's people are always like. You understand that we barely have 32 starting quarterbacks now, right? Mm. Like, like it's tough. It's tough to That's be a starting quarterback. And, yeah. and it's the same kind of ideas, like being a competitive esport player. Yeah, there are not a lot of people who play at the highest level. Yeah. Um, it's difficult.
2: Mm. And it's
0: like the difference between the top skill players and maybe like the middle tier skill that middle tier skill players. Is a golf mm-hmm. I mean, like Charles? I I I am speaking a bit out of turn because I don't watch that much esports. But would you agree with that? Um, I mean, I'd say yes.
1: Um, yeah. Like generally, like the for esports too, right? It's also this weird, weirdly even younger age range uh, for players than like conventionals, like athletes too. Mm-hmm. Like your kid. You're likely to sign – they're going to try to sign you as young as possible, right? Like, 16, 17, 18. Like, it's very rough. And then if by, like, 21 you're not good, you're fucking out. Mm. (laughs) Um, Also, like, um, the weird thing with esports leagues is um, it's almost like a truly world league in the sense of, like, East and West divisions are, like – Literally cross continents, right? They're like yeah. um, looking at the Overwatch League. There's these obvious North America players, right? But then you also have the London Spitfires, and then even further east, you have the Seoul Infernals, the Shanghai Dragons, Hangzhou uh, Spark, Chengdu Hunters. uh So there's like this is fully across the world, and there's even rules on like how you recruit because. Uh, not to put it a stereotype, but a lot of esports play- professional esports players, Asian people, mm. <laughs> and uh, there's been rules on how many people from across the world you could have in your team. So you can't just have a North American team and have them all be co- from Korea. Sure, because uh, apparently those are all the good players are.
0: This is uh, this is the the football like not the the international football the football problem football. <laughs> so you get you get these players moving to comp, uh, moving to countries so they can play for that country in the world cup. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Uh, but uh well we are already running late and it's fun to dunk on blizzard and I'm sure next week there's going to be more fallout from this and honestly we're probably going to talk about tears of the kingdom even more next week. I'm going to um, be playing stone. What well, probably to hear about all the sales goals that it fucking broke. It's already, I think, the second best-selling game of all time in the UK. Uh, Zelda game all time in the UK based on physical sales alone. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so. Good on that. Yeah, we'll, yep. But we'll be talking about all that and more on another episode of Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I've been your host, James. I still think Zelda is a great game hartwell
2: oh now you're me feel bad
0: <laughs> <laughs> and i've been joined by charles will
1: begrudgingly finish tears of the kingdom yamont oh, and i've God. been joined by
2: andy um tears is a good game it's not bad i might finish it i don't know oh. okay. <laughs> does That's it compete true. with Kirby, andy <laughs> Um oh, oh, <laughs> next,
0: oh Tune in next week to find out that answer. Good night. Good night. Good
2: night. Good night.